Hello everyone and welcome to Kindy Rockstars. This is the show that gives you the stories behind the songs from some of the best bands and singers that are making fun, informative, educational, catchy, and occasionally silly songs for children and families. I'm your host, Patrick Adams, and each episode of Kindy Rockstars will feature an artist and a featured song. So let's get to this week's show. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Kindy Rockstars. We have an album feature today with our guests, Stephanie and Daniel from Martin and Rose Music. Welcome to the show. Hi. All right. Well, tell us a little bit about yourselves and how you got into making Kindy Music. Well, we are Martin and Rose Music, and we're a husband and wife duo. Um, We started making music together, I think, about eight years ago. Um, And it started off as country music. And one of the first projects that I actually wrote Daniel into was um, a VBS project. And we wrote and create a whole, created a whole um, vacation Bible school. And it was a wild time. And that was when I realized that Daniel was down to do things um, for kids. and uh, Or just things that were a little silly in general, like... Lego not, man voices. Yeah, it was all like Lego <laughs> themed. So I had a lot of fun. With and that. we we had the time of our life. We laughed. We really enjoyed the project. And from there, I had written a bunch of kids songs, and I was like, maybe we could continue to do this, um, and make it a little bit more secular, and see where where it would take us. And so that's kind of where we started, and how we figured out that we could work together on that way. Um, but yeah, and then Martin and Rose music sort of grew out of um, YouTube and we were throwing kind of spaghetti on the wall and to see what would stick. And the thing that really seemed to resonate with little kids was these learning songs. And we were like, all right, we can do this. We can make Halloween songs. We can make ABC songs and we can have fun and also entertain our four, four children while we're doing it. And then our days of the week song did so well, two, three million streams pretty quick. and. That was definitely fuel for the fire. So we just kept making more and more and more, and it turned into this whole thing. And this record became a passion project during a time when the world was shutting down. Um, we, as we headed into like the COVID lockdowns and everything, our kids were super sad. We were super sad, and we were like, "Let's do something that makes us happy, and let's talk about." our children and parenting. And so at night, our kids would go to bed and we'd write these songs. And so this album is different than our YouTube stuff where it's like super in your face, clowny and jump up and down. <laughs> this is still kid focused, but there's a lot of heart in it. And that's why we call it Dear Heart. So prior to this one, how many other albums had you released? Six. Six. But do you go into each with kind of a theme or a concept or is just whatever inspires well, you? Actually, the YouTube videos came first. So we would do one song at a time and then we'd say, oh, we have a huge collection of Halloween songs now. Let's now take those, put them together on an album and release that. So 
as we would create stuff for YouTube, then we realized what the themes were and then we grouped them together and released them as albums. And it's, we right now, like we have four that are seasonal. So we have a, um, a spring record, a summer record, a winter record and a fall record. And then we also have one that's just like a pop song, all of those all like from, you know, five little green speckled frogs, ABCs, it's like a hodgepodge. Um, and then we also do have one that's like a sleepy time Christmas record. And it's based on traditional Christmas songs done in a really like folky, easy listening way. Our kids during the winter season, our kids will listen to it on repeat as they fall asleep. Yeah. So it's just that mellow, mellow Christmas time. Now, have you gotten your kids involved in the recording process? Oh, yes, we <laughs> sure have. Um, our son, Nico, he's actually featured on the album. Um, he's one of the sing- the lead singer on a song called Cars, which I think you guys are going to hear yep. today. Mm-hmm. It's always a little bit harder when you put the kids in it. But, uh, you know, Nixon is the dinosaur in our dinosaur song. So he just had to make a bunch of dinosaur noises. And then also on the record, they're both little ducks on our duck boot song. So our older, our daughter, she sings harmonies on some of the tracks as well. She actually did choir. So she kind of understands a little bit more of the technical side of singing. So it's super handy. Yeah, we're it's, you know, the Von Trapp family. (laughs) (laughs) We get them involved. And to the point where I've seen families get their kids involved and the kids hate it. And so I'm very cognizant of when my kids are done and they don't want to be involved and it. I've, I've been able to separate them from this um, because this is our stuff. But when they want to do it, like Natalie really wanted to do harmonies. And so I was like, all right, let's do it. Let's find a way to do it. And Nico really wanted to be on the album. So let's find a way to do it. And Nash wants to quack. All right, let's do it. But it's <laughs> Our dogs are also on the album. They do bark. We, do, we trained our dogs to <laughs> sing. Like We literally spent a couple months singing happy birthday with them. So they would, oh, and we would get them to be able to sing, not bark or howl. So everything and- you hear on the record is authentic. And it's all us making these weird noises and our real dogs and our real children and all of that. Yeah. So it's a family family thing. That's <laughs> awesome. The kids and the dog. That's that's beautiful. Yeah. All right. Um, before we get into the album, do you still dabble in the, the country music or anything like non-kindy? Um, honestly, I am I'm spending a lot of time in theater right now. I I'm I'm a theater director and I produce productions. Um, I teach. So I do that outside of the kindy music and Daniel's still very active in the country music scene. I'm, I'm more in kid world full time. Yeah, I produce, so I songwrite and produce for local artists, artists out in Nashville as well. So pretty much anything that I can get my hands on, I just like to make music. So I still do a little bit of everything. All right. Well, let's talk about the album, Dear Heart. You, you started to talk a little bit about how it came together, but what, what other stories do you have behind pulling this record together? It was a labor of love, that's for sure. I've never seen him work so hard on a project. And it's because we had a really lofty goal. Once we started writing these songs, you know, we, I was like, I wanna do something that at the end of the day, we're super, super proud of. And I wanna put us in, I wanna put our name in the hat for a Grammy. And I know that's kind of wild and it's like, oh my gosh, what are we saying? But. I really thought like if we're gonna do this let's let's really go for it and let's pour our heart and soul into it and he invested so many hours in the production side of it just like 
you know, listening to things over and over and making sure that there were different layers of sound. And I've, I've honestly never seen him pour his heart into a project like this. Which makes it way harder because then I nitpick everything as far as I can. <laughs> and I, I'm never satisfied with it. But we got to the point where I was like, okay, I, I'm going to put a lot, like I think I did two weeks straight of like just nonstop work um, near the end. And I was like, okay, I got to get this to a point where when I listen to it, I'm at least very happy with everything. Um, but you know, as a producer and a musician, like I will go back to this record in a few years and be like, oh man, we should have done this or we should have done that. But that's why we're just going to keep making more songs. Um, but making the record, I'd say the writing part was probably the best because there were just ideas that came out of nowhere. Songs, none of these songs really fought us in any way. Like as far as writing lyrics goes and the melodies, everything just kept falling into place. Uh, and then we do have a version, our own version of It's a Small World on this uh, record. And that one was kind of crazy because we talked we were talking about the world and how uh, with COVID and everything it you start to realize how connected people are nowadays as well too Every, it is a lot smaller and then we started talking right well why don't we do it? it's a small world but make our own version that does feel a little haunting and it's a little scary but only because it found its place in the middle of the album where we kind of hit that peak uh lockdown COVID sort of vibe and then we redeem ourselves after that with some more fun, you know, hand clapping, stomping music that you can sing <laughs> along to. But uh, it's one of my favorites. I thought it was really cool to be able to do something with such a song that people normally associate with being very annoying uh, when they hear it over and over and over again <laughs> on the ride. Mm -hmm. I was like, well, why don't we make it beautiful and see what happens with that? And it just worked out. Awesome. All right. Well, let's talk about some of the individual songs that we're featuring here today. Um, and kick it off with a song called Big Dog. Now, I've heard your dog barking in the background, so I think I know what inspired this one. Oh, yeah. Well, so um, our oldest son, Nico, he, he has epilepsy. And he is right now, he's seizure-free. He's been off medication for a while, and he's doing really well. And we're at a really great point in his journey. Um, however, we were in the thick of it for a while with being on medication, dealing with seizures, hospital dealing with visits. hospital visits, ambulances arriving. Um, and that process led us to wanting a service dog. And the idea with the service dog was that she would be able to be with him and she would be able to be with me. Um, I have PTSD and I, as soon as something goes down in our family, I'm like, oh no, like my fight or flight is so extreme. And so in a lot of ways, Jet became this service dog for us. And um, we, we went through a bunch of training. We went through all kinds of different processes to try to get her to be super aware of her responsibilities in our home. And what we also found was that in the, in the process of doing this, people were very scared of her because she's a big dog. And you know she, she lets her presence be known She's very good with us as a family, but if someone invades the space or comes in, she's very territorial. And you know, there's that, that feeling between a, a, an owner and a pet, but this goes a little bit deeper because she, will, she is right there with you the whole time. And when we wrote this song, it was really about service animals. It was really about how other people perceive pets, how, she is a pit bull mix so she's a black lab pit bull mix and then pit bulls just already have a bad stigma 
Um, right. So we get it. We get why people might be a little bit intimidated because yeah, she's a protector. She's a big, she's a big dog. <laughs> and so that's how this song was born. It, we, we were talking about how important she was to our family and some of the lyrics um, are things that Nico has said or that Nixon or Nash has said or Natalie has said about her. And we kind of just wove them into this like fun, upbeat. It reminds me of like, um, I don't even know, like what's that one movie that we love? The Christmas movie where he's in the jail and he's singing. Oh yeah, The Christmas Chronicles like, with uh, Kurt Russell. There's something about it that reminds me of that film and that's that. We're also big fans like The Doors and Nick Cave. So it took on this like moody um, and you know, which is why I got roped into singing it. Um, at first I was like, I'm not singing anything on this record. But then this ended up being the song that I was like, okay, I can find myself in this. So. All in all, it turned into this really cool piece that I think stands out on the record. Yeah, well, I I love it. Uh, I my daughter Rhythm also had epilepsy, and you know we've we've talked about um, getting a dog. We're just not really sure. She has a little sister now, um, but her her type of epilepsy actually prevented development when she was a baby. So uh-huh. uh, she she's behind. Um, it was delayed birth or um, premature birth and lack of oxygen at birth. So it did cause a little bit of brain damage, but it led to uh, infantile spasms, epilepsy. So um, we can. Yeah, we could have a whole conversation. Exactly. Wow. Well, you've been through it and you. So I I, uh, completely get it and empathize and yeah. But good for Jet, we'll dedicate this song to Jet. And here it is, (laughs) Big Dog by Martin and Rose Music. Into the room, the people stop and they stare. Big dog, don't you worry, I'm not sure why they're all acting so scared. Cause your biting ain't as bad as your bark in the end. That's why I know you'll always be my best friend. Big dog, even though you're drooling, always leave me covered in hair. I really think that it's polluting the air You're not the type of pup to be rude or offend That's why I know you'll always be my best friend Lost. Big 
dog I try to find you Break my piggy bank To cover the cost I'm sure you feel the same as me And it's not pretend That's why I know You'll always be My best friend And that was Big Dog. All right, the next song we're going to talk about is Cars. So tell us about Cars. This is probably the hardest one for me because I wanted it to be cool without being cheesy. And um, she came across the idea of like figuring out the exact names and models of popular Hot Wheels cars. So that became a little bit more of a focal point, which also allowed us to find these rhyme schemes within the verses. And then we were like, okay, well, but what's the premise of the song? And as we kept talking about it, we're like, well, it's it's sharing. It's it's a possessional, you know, like the kids want to hold on to their stuff. They don't want to share it. It's a learning lesson about yeah. that. And and kids, they're it's so amazing to me. Like they, they become so passionate about something. Like they can know every name of every dinosaur, and they mm-hmm. they'll know every model name of their little car that they own and why it's the way it is and what's important about it and i love that but then when you see that in a mix of a play date you start to go okay this is a little bit pushing the boundaries of being able to share and maybe you need to understand that they don't know so much about it you got to help them and so that's like the the big thing is appreciating that kid that is the 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 one who wants to collect and the one who has that much um, intensity about their their small objects. But also learning that in the end, it's more fun when you play and share with, with other everybody. people. Mm-hmm. And then, so that kind of just became the lesson is at the end of the song, he realizes, okay, it's more fun if we share. So I'm gonna, you know, let you play with these things. But even just to go back, we still added the last line is like, but I'm gonna park this one. I, like, so even though he gives up, <laughs> yeah. The next line is immediately like, but this one's still going to be my favorite one, so don't touch that one. Yeah, <laughs> so, baby steps on that. Yeah, steps. exactly. So it's just a really fun song. And then, like we said, Nico took the lead on it, which was really fun. I, I sang the original lead as a guide, um, and he learns he learns this stuff really quick. And he also did a cover for us on our YouTube channel. It was an Imagine Dragons uh, Believer cover song, and it's Good Reader, um, which he also helped write uh, the parody of it. <laughs> And so after that, we're like, well, the kid knows how to sing for sure. So let's get him on here. And uh, Natalie's backups on this. Mm-hmm. We're actually all on this one yeah. for the most part, singing backgrounds. Yeah, it's a fun, it's a fun tune. Definitely. All right, let's check it out. Here is Cars by Martin and Rose Music. I have some things I am happy to share. Some things, if you stole them, I won't care But the most important thing of mine is My 72 hot pink super fine turbine I 
This 56 Bel-Air The next song we're going to talk about is called Duck Boats. What was this one about? Well, so we've talked a lot about Nico and some of his inspiration. Um, This song was really about our youngest son, Nashville. Now, Nashville is our little actor and pretender, imagination extraordinaire. He's been a Ghostbuster. He's currently been Mario from Super Mario Brothers for the past month, like every single day, dressed up as Mario. Today he's a pirate. (laughs) Today he's a pirate. So he's the kid that wakes up in the morning and decides, I'm gonna be whatever I wanna be. And for a while it was, I'm gonna be the dude in duck boots. And everywhere we went, he had those duck boots on and he'd wake up in the morning and want to wear these smiley duck boots. And And it came from some sort of like promise of, well, when it rains, you can go outside and jump around in the puddles and these things. But we're in Southern California where it rarely does that. Yeah. So it became like a waiting game. Well, I'm going to wear these until it starts raining. And 
it, well, I don't even know if it ever I came. don't even know. I think we tried to go do some puddle jumping the one time it rained, but it dried up so quickly yeah. that it was not very uh, rewarding. But, but regardless, we still have the boots. They're still sitting here. Oh, we cannot get rid of them. No, yeah. I don't think that, that'll be something we ever get rid of. But... We, um, we actually just did the music video for this one, and he, he squeezed his feet into them so he could walk and wear them on the video and then he realized they're too small now and i think it was a little yeah. moment of sadness for him but we will get him new ones yeah but the music video is going to premiere with the uh release of the single duck boots on the 26th of this month so um, we're really excited about it we were able to throw together a pretty cool music video concept uh, featuring some of the kids from her uh, acting and dance class as well uh, our kids are in it and I, again, reluctantly was in the music video. Oh, he did a great job. <laughs> he did a great job. I am the behind the scenes guy. I'm the behind the microphone, behind the camera. But for this project, I think anything goes. But. Yeah, it was it was a really it was a great day the other day when we got to film it. And it was nice to get all of our community involved and the kids involved again. Yeah, and I just want to give a quick shout out to a co-producer on the record, Ryan Straw, who really kind of helped shape this one and turn it into like a rockabilly mode. Um, I wasn't quite sure where it was going to end up. And then he sent me some rough demos of it. And I was like, that's it. That's exactly what it needs to be. So Ryan Straw is awesome. Great guitar player, great producer. So we were happy to have him on board for that one. It's a fun song. All right. Well, here we go. Here is Duck Boots by Martin and Rose Music. Well, it looks like we're all in for rainy day. And the sun's not shining, but I'll tell you that that's okay. Cause there ain't no way to give me the blues. As long as I got you in my duck boots. I'm not trying to get in trouble, but I'm looking for a puddle of mud. You don't need to burst my bubble. If you join, it could be double the fun. Cause there ain't no way to give me the blues As long as I got you in my duck boots Splish, splash, jump up and down Do the rainy dance, make it fall from the clouds Splish, splash, jump up and down Open that umbrella and twirling around Cause there ain't no way to give me the blues As long as I got you in my duck boots Now the rain stopped falling but I close still soaking wet And my mama's gonna cry cause she's worried about making a mess But there ain't no way to give me the blues And that was 
Duck Boots. All right, the next song we're going to talk about is called Half Right. So tell us about this one. This is a song for the dads, I guess, because both her dad and my dad growing up was, well, you know, like, I'm not going to say it, but... (laughs) There's an adult version of how you would say half right, and it involves... Body parts. Body parts. So So... the whole thing was like, you don't, you're never going to get anything. You're never going to get anywhere if you do things, you know, halfway. And so our dads were both of the same mindset, which was like, you know, if you're going to dive into something, do it all the way. And so it was just funny because we started talking about it. And this is actually the first song we wrote. Yeah. So I had the little guitar riff for it. And right away, we're like, okay, that's the first song. We wrote one or two lines. We're like, oh, we know what this song is. This song is about the lessons you learn about not doing things halfway. And then every line just kept pouring out because it's probably literal, literally things our dads said as we were kids. (laughs) So one line after the other. And so just even like if if you're going to, you know, dream, don't doubt, like everything is about like, if you're going to do something, do it 100% and give it your best, even if you're afraid of what the outcome might be. And, and as much as it is to educate kids about that, it's also to remind ourselves as adults yeah. that when we go into these projects, we're going to go all the way. And and it goes back to that initial, like, if we're going to do this, I'm not going to be scared to say, yeah, I'm going to submit this for a Grammy. I'm not going to be scared to say, yeah, I'm going to go push this and I want the world to hear this record. And this is the first time we've you know put money into publicity and getting help from third mm-hmm. parties and that's a really big deal for us. I mean, as a family of six, like it's, it's tough to, you know, do creative things for a living in general. So for us to really dive in and not do it half right was a big deal for both of us. And every day, like when we do stuff like this, we feel, we feel like we're on the right track. You know, we feel like we're starting to get recognized for the talents that we have. And that's really important. So it's kind of where this song started and how it ended up inspiring us to just keep going. Yep. Good lesson for kids and adults alike. That's right. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. Half Right by Martin and Rose Music. Some things don't come as easy as tiny shoes. Some things take time, some things get to you. Oh 
And that was Half Right. All right, last song we're going to feature here today is called Lemonade. So talk a little bit about this one. Well, this is an emotional tearjerker. Oh, my goodness. Um, this song, this song is, I, I pushed Daniel to sing. And uh, she had to really push I, 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 I mean, we, we honestly, we a uh, couple times sang it in front of family. And this gentleman couldn't even sing through couldn't it. Couldn't do it. It's too Be personal. It's, it's really like the process of growing up and becoming a parent. And remembering how to play and remembering all those small little joys that you have along the way and when life gives you some lemons you just got to make some lemonade and in the thick of covid in the thick of you know us making big changes in our family it it was it was a it was a big song for us yeah definitely i mean it's just one of those things where you got to look back sometimes know where you came from to know where you're going and that was it for us and he, like he said earlier, he's always the guy behind the camera, behind the scenes. He's the producer. And there is this little boy inside <laughs> of him that is a singer. Still and likes is, to play. He does love to play and does, you know, have that, have that shine about him. And um, like I said. This I, is a song that I had to record basically by, I probably re-recorded the vocals <laughs> on this one about nine times. <laughs> Um, and not that it got any better. It just, for me, there's no way I could have done it the first time and been okay with it. Um, so I even uh, took it into the studio by myself and was like, okay, I'm going to do this one without anybody else around. And then I felt a lot better about it. But uh, again, it's probably just all in my head. It was probably fine the first time, but uh, it's just an important song. And I think that it really, it, it's relatable to everybody. Even if the stories are not precise to your own, there's some way you're going to associate it with your own uh, mistakes, your own experiences, and then your own triumphs as well. So that was important for me. And I think that adults looking back will be like, wow, that hit me because I went through that. And kids at the same time will be like, I don't want to go through that. Or I like, that's part of the, <laughs> the difficulty of growing up that maybe they don't realize when they say they want to get older. Um, so it's for them, but I don't think they'll appreciate it until they're a little bit older and gone through it. Yeah. All right. Well, let's play this one. Here it is, Lemonade by Martin and Rose Music. When I was three, I didn't like to take baths. Eating green beans, laying down for naps. Playing all day with imaginary friends Staying up late until the story ends But I just couldn't wait to grow up When I was eight, missing all my teeth I didn't like to talk and I didn't want to read Hit my first home run that won the game Got a brand new puppy that I got to name But I just couldn't wait to grow up Those were the days Life gave us some lemons Then we made some lemonade Days. And if I could, I wouldn't change a thing 
16, I told a few lies About who I was with and being home by night I got me the keys to their hand-me-down car But the beat-up thing only got me so far But I just couldn't wait to grow up When I was 22 and done with school I was pretty lost, didn't have a clue I got my own place and a steady job Then I fell in love and we tied the knot And we just couldn't wait to grow up Think about fun Paying bills on time Getting our jobs done I think about the past Time's gone so quick Yeah, it's gonna keep going Cause I can't stop it And I've had enough Growing up That was Lemonade, and that was the last of our featured songs from the album Dear Heart, which is going to be out in September. So let everybody know where they can stream, download, buy that album, and where they can find and connect with you guys on social media. The album will be out uh, September 23rd, and you'll find it anywhere you listen to music from Spotify, Tidal, Apple Music. Uh, I'm sure that we're going to do some YouTube videos as well for each one of the songs. You'll find it on YouTube Music. Um, and then as well, you can find us at our website, martinandrosemusic.com. And then all of our socials are pretty much Martin and Rose Music. Um, Twitter is the only one that's different, but we don't really use it anyway. So Instagram, Martin and Rose Music, Facebook, Martin and Rose Music, website, martinandrosemusic.com. Mm-hmm. Awesome. All right. Well, best of luck with this new album uh, and submitting it for a Grammy. Get to that. I did that last year with my, uh, with my first album. It was quite a process. Oh, um, you did. Yeah, yeah, I can I can tell you all about it. I can't uh, wait to hear about it. We we definitely have to connect. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, thank you so much, guys, for coming on the show. It's been a lot of fun. Absolute pleasure. Appreciate it. Thank, thank you, you so much. All right, take care.